Welcome to Charmaine Wilson, the Australian Medium Podcast. Good morning and welcome to my late podcast. It's been a very busy week. And as I've told you, I'm still healing from my surgery. Anyhow, I was asked a question from a girl on TikTok. You know who you are. And the question that she asked was about addiction. And she has a friend that's in addiction, um, is addicted. I didn't ask what she's addicted to, but it doesn't matter what you're addicted to. Addiction is addiction. And she wants to know, is it possible for you to help someone become unaddicted. One of the things I know about, I, I have always admitted this, but I am a lifelong addict. I have been an addict since I can remember. First it was um, oh, reading, then it became, um, yeah, and all of these things happened after a major trauma in my childhood, which was sexual abuse um, when I was seven. And so, you know, um, like most kids that are traumatised, the first thing I did to lose myself was read, 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 read. And then as I got to be a teenager, I started to want to escape that pain. And so um, I remember trying um, alcohol quite young, probably about 11 or 12 or something. And, um, and then marijuana around about 14, uh, back to alcohol and eventually other drugs and then eventually I became an amphetamine addict after many, many years of being an addict. And, of course, an alcoholic, um, which I have been since I had my first sip. I am not a person that can just have three or four. But I am happy to say that I have been completely sober for two and a half years now, which is fantastic, which I love. Finally, <laughs> it's taken a long time. I am 40, uh, 59, for goodness sake. But one of the things I have to tell you about being an addict is that not only were there times that I wish I could just stop but had no power to, but it didn't matter what people around me felt about me. It didn't matter how I appeared to people. To be honest with you, the reasons that I wanted to stop being addicted um, to, first of all, alcohol, um, well, the, the, my first big addiction was alcohol and that led to other things. So I'll go by it one by one. I wanted to stop being addicted to alcohol and I ended up finding myself on amphetamine, which is just so stupid. But why I wanted to uh, give up the alcohol was because I was making a spectacle of myself. I was really being an idiot and, I, you know, I, I, I was a rum drinker and I just couldn't really control the amount of alcohol I had. I couldn't just have one or two. No, not freaking possible. And my kids were watching and I really wanted to give it up. And somehow I found myself in the speed trap or amphetamine trap. And that carried on for years until I actually lost my kids to the family law course. You see, it didn't matter how bad things were getting because I was totally committed to this addiction. Even I could not control myself. And all I can say is that it's, it's such a helpless feeling at times being an addict and still caught into that mode, it's still caught in that mode. It's so helpless because you know what you're doing. You know you're dumb. You know you're wasting your money. You know you're making a spectacle of yourself. You know that everyone is worried about you. You know that you that you are. You know you're embarrassing your friends and your kids and your parents. You know all of that logically. You know it, but it seems to be like this when you're an addict. 
And most addicts, I feel, are born from some form of trauma. But I don't know, not all addicts, but most addicts. Some people just have an addictive nature. They're all born from some type of trauma. And until you can really erase that trauma, which I finally did two and a half years ago, then, you know, you were type of stuck with that. At the times when I have finally made the choice to give up things, I have done that immediately and without looking back. Um, I've not ever had, personally, not ever had rehab or anything like that. I think that rehab um, is great for some people, but I really feel like that when you've made the decision to give up, you give up. I've seen that with the large majority of addicts when they have decided to give up. It, it's just a choice that you make and you click your fingers and it's done. Now, when I have given up my addictions, some of the things I have done is taken up healthy habits. So you've asked me, can you help your friend give up? I don't know if you can. I don't know exactly what her addiction is um, or his addiction is. Um, I, don't know, I don't know what that addiction is. Um, and, and most addictions are quite strong. You can be there for that person. But one thing I think that you might be able to do, which might spark something, this is just a, a thought. As I said, every time I've given up any addiction, I have taken up a healthy addiction. And in all cases for me, it's been exercise. Okay, every time. Every time I've given up a bad thing, I have taken up exercise. It's always my go-to. Um, and I, and to, to be honest with you, I, and the things I have given up, it took me a long time to give up alcohol, as I've said. Um, it didn't take me too long to give up speed. I was only on speed for a whole three and a half years. 18 months total and actual usage for three and a half years, struggling to um, be on it and then get off it. It was a three and a half year process. Um, alcohol addiction started at 14 and finished finally, finally at, um, at 57 or 56, so, sorry. So, you know, um, a cigarette addiction started at 11 and didn't finish until I was almost 40. Um, so, so, but each time I've given up, I've given up immediately um, and without hesitation, but it's taken me a long time to get to that process. And each time I've given up, I've taken up exercise or something very healthy. So this is a suggestion. Is it possible that you could encourage your friend to maybe start exercising or start doing something that's on a fun level that may need them to get there, you know, act together, uh, join a little theatre, something crazy like that, something fun and something that could become addictive but in a good way, okay? So, you know, like, like, you know, like going to the gym can become addictive in a good way. And if your friend is a natural addict, they're going to have to find another addiction to replace addiction. In my personal opinion, you probably need to speak to the experts to see if that's true. But I've got this feeling. So you've got to find a good addiction to so, – so, you know, it could be dance, um, depending on the person. Um, maybe you guys can take up a new hobby um, of any description. You know what I mean? As I said, a little theatre. Uh, but something that's going to grab them. Something that's interesting enough um, and has enough benefits and enough endorphins or enough feel-good things to make them feel good, okay? Because every addict is looking for endorphins. They're looking to feel good. Um, and a lot of addicts, you know, some of them use alcohol. Some of them use um, amphetamines. Some of them use oh, prescription drugs, all types of things. So... That's all addicts are looking for is to feel good, is to get that isolated feeling that they have inside 
and smother it with feel good. And we, a lot of us find at a very early age that drugs and alcohol can eliminate that um, traumatic feeling that you've dragged on from whenever it was, you know. And, or if you're just a natural addict, um, you know, it's, it's an urge to feel good, to feel as best as you can. So that is my suggestion to you. Now, if that doesn't work, all you can be is a support. And I will recommend that you never, ever help your friend out with money. And I know that sounds mean and terrible, unless you're there shouting them, like you're shouting them a meal or you're shouting them petrol, if you're actually there shouting them petrol. Um, if, you know, if, if they would say, oh, I really need 50 bucks for petrol, mm-hmm, be suspicious and get them a petrol card. You know what I mean? Because, unfortunately, if they are addicted to a heavier drug, they're going to do anything they can to get their drug. So be supportive of them if, they are not pre- if they're not prepared to give up. Um, understand that if they are on the heavier drugs, they will change. They may become dishonest. Um, they may lie to you at times to avoid seeing you because they're ashamed of themselves. And watch for those signs too. Watch for when they start to get ashamed because that's when you can jump in. So when they start to say, you know, oh, you know, I'm not feeling real good lately or, or you know, I, I feel a bit bad about what I'm doing or if they're drinkers, oh, I've been so hungover every morning. When they start to get ashamed, it's also a time where you can start to go in and make them feel good in a different way. Um, all we're looking for as addicts is rewards and, and that's all we're looking for. So remember that. We're looking for rewards. We're looking for something to make us feel good. We're looking for some validation that we are allowed to feel good, that we are allowed to feel happy, that what happened to us in a past life no, is no longer valid in this life. One of the other things you can do is maybe dig a little deeper, find out what this damn trauma was, if there was a trauma. They may not have been, as I said, maybe natural addict, but find out if there was a trauma. And if there was a trauma... Grab as much knowledge as you can about the situation. So like if in my case it was child sexual assault, grab as much knowledge as you can and start to open up the conversation and point out places where they may be able to get some help to, you know, unbox this trauma and get it out into the open and just let it go because that's what they need to do. They need to get rid of the trauma, okay? They just need to get rid of the trauma. So I I don't know if that's going to help you at all, but um, if you love this person as much as you seem to, then, you know, get your little box of tools ready, find out, you know, what what went on in the childhood or did they feel neglected? Was their mum a pain in the butt? Did their dad do something nasty? All of these things can happen in childhood. A lot of people keep it stuck inside, you know. They put in this little dark box and and, and when things get really bad, they look at that box, um, you know, like they have a bad day and all of a sudden you're back in that box. You're back in that box and, and you're going through it and it's painful. And then you just don't want to be in that box anymore so you go and get high in some way to get rid of it. Now, healthy addicts go and go, go and do some exercise, go for a run. Um, they do something really positive to get rid of that, that box. Um, and healthy addicts also eventually go and get help for that. So... I do hope that this information has helped you today. I know you're very concerned and very worried. And I hope this helps anybody else who is dealing with a loved one in the grips of addiction. I can only wish with all my heart that any of, any of you out there that has a loved one that is in the grips of addiction, oh, gosh, I hope they get free. But remember, it's up to them. They've got to find their bottom. 
It's got to be their ideas. Um, you know, if, you, if you're someone who has money and you think, well, I can just pop them into a rehab rehabilitation centre, that ain't always going to work because, you know, they get out of rehab and they can go straight back to their own habits. It has to be their idea. It has to be. I wish it was a better conversation. I wish I could say, yeah, this is what you can do. But as I said, try those things. You know, try to replace their bad addiction with a healthier addiction. Watch out when they're starting to get to rock bottom because that's when you can really jump in and help them. Find out what their trauma was, if you can possibly. Arm yourself with knowledge about that trauma and see if you can't, um, you know, direct them to somewhere to get help with that trauma, okay? Have a great day. I hope that helps you a bit. Um, and I hope that your friend gets well soon. She talks to angles. Oops, angels. <laughs> You'll come back now. <laughs>